Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. Today is Thursday, May 21st. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton. Thank you for being with me today. We begin our devotion by remembering our baptism. In Titus chapter 3, it says that God saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. And so we remember that washing of regeneration and renewal, and we cling to those promises as we make the sign of the cross and say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We pray. Lord, make us bold to run the way of your commandments and help us to stand still before your presence, that leading lives of quiet confidence, we may bear witness to your grace and carry your power into the world. Let your light shine through us, that people may see good works in us and give glory to the Father in heaven. Lead our spirits so that in the end, there will be no one we failed to show mercy who might accuse us, and we may receive the eternal homes you have prepared for us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. As we confess our Christian faith today, we do so using the words of Luther's explanation to the third article of the Creed. I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. In the same way, he calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. In this Christian church, he daily and richly forgives all my sins and the sins of all believers. On the last day, he will raise me and all the dead and give eternal life to me and all believers in Christ. This is most certainly true. Our scripture reading this morning is from Psalm 4. It is Psalm 4. Psalm 4, to the choir master with stringed instruments, a psalm of David. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O men, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts on your beds and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. The sacrificial system of the Old Testament is pretty foreign to us moderns. These days, most people have never killed an animal, let alone intentionally sacrificed one. I've never sacrificed an animal, but I have killed animals. I grew up on a small farm and we butchered our animals for food. 
I can say that taking an animal's life is a humbling experience, and it impresses the fragility of a body and confronts you with your mortality. But the words are there in, in verse 5. It says, offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. To be clear, the original Hebrew says, slaughter a righteous sacrifice and trust in Yahweh. An animal lost its life in some of those sacrifices, particularly in those that atoned for sins. Only blood could be sufficient to pay for sins. It was a, a vivid and powerful reminder of how serious sin is watching that bull, ram, lamb, or dove die for you. Those words, slaughter a righteous sacrifice, take a fuller meaning when we remember that Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the last and greatest sacrifice offered on your behalf so that his blood would take away your sins. So we trust in him, the one whose name means the Lord saves. These days, we do not offer blood sacrifices. There are none that need to be offered. Jesus has paid it all. However, there are forms of offerings that remain part of our worship. We give a portion of our money back to the Lord through our tithes and offerings. We give ourselves to God in service. As the hymn says, Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. And Psalm 51 reminds us that the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Repentance is a, a key part of our worship and life of faith. We sacrifice, in a sense, our, our sinful desires, giving them up for the sake of the love and salvation we received in Jesus. These are responses, however, not causes. Our offerings do not earn forgiveness or love for us. They are response to God's love and forgiveness in Christ. These are the overflow of the joy in our hearts, joy that is found in God's relief and salvation. He hears when you call. Fear not. He answers your prayers. As we pray today, we'll pray for families, and then we'll join to pray the fifth petition of the Lord's Prayer. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of families, and we pray that you would bless families everywhere. We ask that households would be places of love, places that are safe. We've heard that during this time of uh, the pandemic and the stay-at-home order that uh, abuse has been on the rise. And we ask, Lord, that you would intervene in those situations so that people may be safe in their homes so that they may experience love and they might experience all the good benefits that you intend for, for us to experience from our families. And Lord, we ask that where there are abusers at work in families, that you would change their hearts. We, we pray for, for justice and we pray for protection for those who are abused. 
but we also pray for the transformation of those who abuse, that their lives would be changed in such a way that they would come to repentance and begin to do what is right. Lord, we ask that uh, you would be in our congregation's households, that those homes uh, filled with your people would be places of, of safety for those who come to them, and that our witness to the hope that we have in Christ would flow through us to the people who, who visit us. And right now, maybe they don't come into our homes, but maybe we stand in the yard and they see our families. And we pray, Lord, that our relationships with our families and relationships between husbands and wives and, and parents and children would be a testimony of your love and forgiveness and the blessings that you give in that wonderful estate of being in a family. We pray these things in Jesus' name, and we pray as he teaches us and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Heavenly Father, do not look at our sins or deny our prayer because of them. We are neither worthy of the things for which we pray, nor have we deserved them. But we ask that you would give them all to us by grace. For we daily sin much and surely deserve nothing but punishment. But you have given your Son, our Savior Jesus, to bear our sins in his body on the cross and have given us forgiveness for his sake. For Jesus' sake, help us to sincerely forgive and gladly do good to those who sin against us. Amen. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish them in every good work and word. Thank you so much for being with me this morning. God bless your day. I hope it's filled with God's peace. And please, at the end of the day, come back and join me for an evening devotion.